everybody. So this is the Hallmarkies podcast, and we are so excited today because we are here to talk about the best of non-Hallmark from the holiday season. And if you've been listening, you know that Amy Lynn Craig and I have been uh, have been going through each week and giving our thoughts on these uh, non-network movies. And uh, yeah, so it's so exciting. Uh, and we have a special guest uh, in addition to Amy. Today, uh, we have a huge Hallmark fan, huge uh, holiday movie fan, Lara and Marie is here. Hi. Yeah, thanks so much for coming on. And uh, uh, have you been a Hallmark fan for, uh, for a long time, Lara? Um, since 2013, I really loved Snow Bride, and that's when my Hallmark movie love really started. Nice. Yeah, that's a good one. It's a good one to yeah. love. Yeah. And uh, you were pretty impressive as far as your, uh, that's why I wanted to ask you to have come on the show. Your, your holiday movie viewing was near almost equal to my own, which is pretty impressive. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Round of applause for you. Yes. <laughs> you did a fantastic <laughs> job. <laughs> you were at 73 at last count. Is that correct? Yes. Very amazing. Very good job. And so I thought, let's have another perspective for this top 10 list, and it'll be really fun. So <laughs> I, I hope you all had a good uh, Christmas. Uh, Amy, you have a, a fun Christmas? Yeah, it was fantastic. Good. How was yours? <laughs> Mine was very simple. Uh, I kind of celebrated my family a, a couple of weeks ago because they were going to be up with um, my brother in uh, Oregon, my parents. And uh, so it was just kind of me relaxing and hanging out and uh and having fun i did get to see one uh christmas movie that we didn't get to report on that people might find interesting i watched mr 365 uh this is directed by christy will wolf who's done many a uh a hallmark movie and uh it stars chelsea hobbs and christopher russell and it is available if you have a subscription to the passion flicks uh um streaming service i i was able to watch it in other ways and uh <laughs> it's about this guy who celebrates christmas every single day of the year and she plays chelsea plays a producer who decides they're going to make a reality show based on his life and it's definitely spicy <laughs> it's not for uh, not for <laughs> everybody but i enjoyed it i thought it was really pretty charming so if you're in for something a little more spicy than hallmark you might like it. So there you go. That sounds really good. I just wrote that down. So okay. yeah, that does I sound wanna, really good. I want to watch that. Yeah, check it out. And uh, so there we go. So let's start with our list. Uh, overall, um, Laura, would you say that you think that uh, how do you, how do you think the other networks did this year in comparison to Hallmark? I really enjoyed the Lifetime movies this year. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what do you think they did that that maybe Hallmark is missing? Uh, they cast a lot of my like favorites from my childhood, like Melissa Joan Hart, um, Beverly Mitchell, yeah, all those people. <laughs> yeah, they did do a good job uh, with the cast. And and last year they had really really good casts, but I didn't feel like the stories were up to snuff mm -hmm. last year mm -hmm. for the most part, except for Snowden. Yeah yeah but this year i think that they worked on that and they were better 
and you'll see lifetime is very heavily featured on my list on my top yeah. 10 too. <laughs> so <laughs> what about you amy what did you feel from the different networks that maybe hallmark might uh, want to take notice of I feel like Lifetime definitely stepped stepped up their game a little bit this year. And I think they're a little bit different from Hallmark in just that Lifetime, um, because of their, like, branding, and especially during the year they have kind of, like, interesting movies, um, yeah. <laughs> that they can have a little bit more, this is, like, Amber's favorite thing, they have a little bit more stakes in their movies. Lifetime a little bit more. Um, and then Up, I feel like, this was for up channels year was like last year's lifetime year so i feel like up next year is gonna raise their bar even more hopefully yeah um and then netflix did an awesome job just i feel like they did a great job life uh or it's not called what is it called freeform not abc family freeform kind of set their toe in this year so i feel like they're gonna try to increase a lot next year yeah, I think you're right on the ball. I, I felt like Lifetime was willing to have a little bit more whimsy this year than uh-huh. any of the Hallmark movies, with the exception of maybe Shoe Addicts was the only one that really had any kind of whimsy uh, and uh, and magic at all. And I'm not saying that I I'm not saying that all of Hallmark movies should have whimsy, but it'd be nice if you're going to make 38 movies to just shake it up every every once in a while uh, and not have every single one be a traditional rom-com uh or workplace comedy (laughs) like it'd be nice if we got a little bit of variety uh but yeah i think that that's one thing that they excel that i think that netflix excelled at making like feature film worthy movies yeah all theirs and they were all family friendly yes but still more adult than hallmark if that makes (laughs) sense yeah way to describe it like a little bit edgier but still like still definitely pg-13 yeah there isn't any i don't think any of the netflix movies i wouldn't mind like my little any of the people i babysit any of the little kids i'd let them all watch it so yeah very good all right well let's dive in and give our number 10 picks uh do you have any honorable mentions that you wanted to share first or no no not I did have a couple honorable mentions. I have in my honorable mentions, I have a very nutty Christmas. I'm surprised that didn't get in my top 10, uh, the princess switch and a Christmas switch. And I also wanted to just give a shout out to Santa Jaws because I think it did exactly what it was set out to do. And I think it did a really good job of it, but it just didn't quite make my top 10. Yeah. But, <laughs> it was good. <laughs> also, I think Coins for Christmas was really solid. It didn't quite make my top ten, but I think it it was a sweet little movie. And TV One, I guess who made it should keep going, make more. In essence, Atkins is really good actress, and I look forward to seeing what she does next. So let's get started and talk about our top ten. Okay, so for me, I have as my number ten. Yeah, for me, I have as my number 10, I have, wait, did I, I also, I didn't include feature films in here because I just feel like it, it's at an advantage that these TV movies don't have. So I didn't include Anne in the Apocalypse in my list is what I'm saying. (laughs) (laughs) So, all right, let's talk about number 10. My number 10 is Country Christmas Album from Ion Network. 
I thought this movie was really solid. I, I, it's, you know, these two singers that are forced to make this Christmas album together. And I thought that it was pretty well acted. I thought that they had pretty good chemistry. Like the, the drama and the conflict was reasonable and, uh, would felt relatively realistic to what a singer might have to deal with, uh, as far as dealing with her child and what she's going to do. And I thought the singing was pretty good. I liked it. And there was a lot of singing. So if you didn't like the singing, then you wouldn't like the movie. But I liked the singing. So overall, I thought it was a pretty good movie. And I have it at number 10. So, Laura and Amory, what do you have at number 10? Uh, a Very Nutty Christmas. Ah, what do you <laughs> like about that? Uh, I like the story. And I love Melissa Joan Hart. And it was just a fun movie, I thought yeah it was really fun i loved how barry watson just went for it he was so yeah. yeah yeah uh very very good pick well amy what is your number 10 my number 10 is the christmas contract and that was lifetime Ooh. yes so, and so down low i'm shocked uh well it wasn't like my favorite but, but i really enjoyed it and i it, it exceeded my expectations because yeah. I've never seen One Tree Hill. I had right. no idea who anyone in this movie was. <laughs> I have no clue. So I was expecting there to be like, there might have been in this movie and I just didn't pick up on them. Like a ton of like hints or like jokes about One Tree Hill that I didn't understand. But no. it just ended up being a really cute, solid movie and I liked it. And I might start watching One Tree Hill now. So <laughs> <laughs> well, be how careful. long ago like, was, was that no on? <laughs> There's like 11 seasons, so when, buckle in. Oh, yikes. Maybe not. Maybe that's too much of a commitment, but. That's funny. But I gave it a solid three stars if we're ranking these. Okay, good, good. All right. Well, let's talk about my number nine. I have Christmas Lost and Found. I thought this was utterly charming. I, I liked the whole conceit of the scavenger hunt. Turned out really fun. I loved her hunky neighbor. He was great. I, I liked the, you know, the grand, grandma-daughter uh, relationship. And, I, you know, she was a little bit of a brat at the end and being ridiculous. <laughs> uh, but overall, I, I just thought it was sweet. I enjoyed it. Uh, Amy, what about you? What's you, you have a number nine? My number nine surprised me, okay? So it's the Christmas Catch from Up. And at first, I, like, really ragged on this movie, and I felt like I just didn't like it that much. But uh -huh. the thing is, I keep thinking about, like, I keep going back to it and being like, huh, maybe I should watch that again. I don't know why. I, like, and now that I think about it, I'm like, oh, I actually kind of liked it. Like, there were some weird things, definitely weird things in this movie. Uh -huh. But I don't know. It just, for some reason, it grew, it, on, you. It grew on me, yeah, over the past couple weeks. So, yeah, The Christmas Catch. I, I don't know. I want to watch it again for some <laughs> reason. And um, I gave it 3.25 stars. Very good. Did, did you get to see that, Laura? Uh, yes. What did you think? I enjoyed it. Yeah. It was funny. I, it just, I don't know. I mean, I didn't hate it, but it didn't, it didn't quite make my list, but I can see the appeal. He was very dishy, that guy. So I hope he gets to be in more things after this. <laughs> He's very good. So very good pick. Laura, what do you have at number nine? Hometown Christmas. 
Okay. Yeah. What do you like about that? Uh, the three love stories. Uh-huh. I like the cast and the snow room scene was my favorite. Oh. One of my favorites this year season. Yeah. That snow room scene. Oh, was so good. <laughs> yeah. I loved that. And, uh, and I loved the, how they did the near kiss in that, that movie. It was so well done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was a good one. You, you liked that one, Amy, correct? Yes, that was super cute. I loved it. It didn't make my list, though. It was fun, though. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So uh, number eight for me on my list is Every Day is Christmas. And going into it, I mean, I love Christmas Carol. So I was hopeful, but it seemed like, oh, they, they're not doing anything unique or different. It's just a female version of Christmas Carol, which we've gotten a million times. And you can listen to our whole podcast we did with, with Alonzo Duralde about female Christmas Carol. <laughs> uh, and I, so I, I didn't expect much, but I thought it was really quite good what they did because I thought that having her mother and father be the ghosts uh, who she had just never really gotten over their loss really added this emotional heft to the story that really worked for me. And I thought every time she saw her mom, she, her reaction was just so perfect and really worked. I didn't think the romance really worked in it, but I, I, just all the pure Christmas Carol stuff worked so well. And I thought that whole thing of it really not being about money at all, but about her using work to deal with her grief ineffectively. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, I thought that worked very well. And I thought it was actually an interesting take on the story. So that's why I ended up having it at number eight. So did, did you ever see that uh, Amy? Did you ever get to see it? Um, Yes, I did. It was very, uh, like, it, it made me very emotional. Yeah, that's so. very emotional. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's true. Uh, but, you know, that's what I thought really worked about it. Like I said, the romance, eh, it was pretty lame. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's why I didn't make my list. It wasn't yeah. like, eh. Yeah. Did, did you get to see that, Laura? Yes. Yeah. Made me cry. <laughs> yeah, it did, right? It was it was good. Uh, I have to, I have to say there were fi- quite a few good tearjerker movies this season. Yeah. I feel like. Yeah. So Yeah. Yeah. It's true. They did. Uh so all right, Amy, what do you have at number 8? For number 8, I have No Sleep Till Christmas from Freeform. This movie, I don't know, I wasn't expecting to like it, but I ended up really liking it. I I specifically loved the cast and I loved the way they, and I know there are a couple in real life, the two main characters, but I feel like their banter and they just worked off each other really well. And it just made the whole situation. If it would have been two different actors would have just been kind of weird, but the way that they had chemistry and everything, it worked so well. It was adorable. And that was the good free form Christmas movie this year. (laughs) Yeah. There's no doubt about that for sure. (laughs) I didn't mind the truth about Christmas, but uh, but this one's definitely the best of Freeform for sure. You'll see, I have it on my list. Uh, and Laura, did you get to see that one? Yes, and it's actually my number eight. Too. Oh, perfect! <laughs> Woo! Great minds think alike. Oh, uh, like about it? Uh, it was a different story, I thought, and I really liked the chemistry. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, you'll be pleased to know I have it at number seven. No <laughs> Christmas. So perfect. Uh, perfect timing. I, yeah, I really thought it was a very well executed rom-com. Yeah. The premise is super convoluted of how they get to this, but it worked. It was, they had great chemistry. I, I, you know, the ending wasn't my favorite. That was the only thing I would have changed, uh, is changed the ending a little bit. Uh, so it's not quite so mean. <laughs> <laughs> to the guy yeah. i would have ended it just a little sooner and i would have given a better ending kiss than we got that uh that they had great chemistry i thought that uh it was fresh and something new it had almost nothing to do with christmas i guess you could say it was a little bit of a flaw but i hope that they keep making rom-coms together i think they have tons of potential uh, yes. dave and odette annabelle i i think uh it could be a fun thing if they keep doing uh, doing these and and the ending as far as the joke at the end did was pretty good that was pretty funny so uh so laura what do you have at number seven uh santa's boots ah santa's boots so what did you like about santa's boots i'm just a really huge fan of megan <laughs> yeah she's the best yeah i just wish she's son in it like whenever yeah. they were sinning i was like oh why didn't she sin in it too <laughs> yeah I know. Yeah, I guess maybe, I think maybe part of my problem with that movie is that my expectations were wrong. And I was expecting it to be kind of um, like have Christmas magic and be kind of light and fluffy. But it turned out to be kind of actually quite sweet and and sentimental. And mm -hmm. the story of, you know, him and his dreams and stuff like that. And her, it wasn't it wasn't really a comedy at all mm -hmm. i would say so that, that's an interesting interesting that, yeah that santa boots i really liked it just didn't make my list because i feel like they didn't talk about the boots enough yeah they didn't really even bring them up until about <laughs> about the three end. minutes in at least yeah. yeah so all right what's your number seven amy uh, so my number seven is A Very Nutty Christmas um, from wow. Lifetime. I gave it a 3.75, and I think it was honestly just uh, Barry and Melissa's chemistry yeah. made that. And they both took their roles so – like, everyone yeah. in that movie took their roles seriously, and it just made it ten times better. And it was just so cute and so funny. Yeah. And, I mean, what what better than getting to see Sabrina the Teenage Witch and Matt Camden in a movie together? Like, come yeah. on. <laughs> yeah, that's what made it great is that especially Barry Watson just played it completely straight and, and you know, similar to movies like Enchanted and Elf and things like that where, where uh, they're just completely playing as if they're as if they are these people in this world you know there's not a a winking like haha you know kind of thing about it really at all so i agree it was pretty funny i really debated about including it on my list i went back and forth because uh, <laughs> it was really fun it's a good choice all right number six i have christmas on holly lane and I, I, I liked this one a lot, despite <laughs> Charles Patton's shocking infidelity. That was so surprising. But I think because it was surprising and it, it wasn't like every other movie, it did get some points. Plus, I thought the acting was really strong. I thought that it was real and there were some real things that happened and, 
uh, relationships. You know, it's not a fairy tale kind of story. Uh, and I, I would be really, really curious to see where it goes. Uh, it wasn't predictable and had, like I said, lots of, I think, good performances. So Christmas at Holly Lane gets my number six. Uh, did that make either of your guys' lists? I haven't actually gotten to see that yet. Oh, you didn't see it? Yeah. No. It was, I mean, sorry, spoiler alert. <laughs> it, was, it was kind of, I mean, because I'm just sitting here expecting this fluffy movie, and here mm. you've got s- stories of infidelity and, you know, all this stuff, and I was like, whoa! <laughs> but, but it was done well, and it was moving, and I, I liked it. So uh, what do you have, uh, Amy, at number six? For number six, I have Christmas Pen Pals. Um, oh. I, you know, on the preview show, I ragged on that movie so much, and I ended up really liking it. Um, yeah. And I really loved the chemistry. In that movie, the chemistry made it for me. And just the whole, like, thought of, you know, the original spark and the letter writing and everything, it just ended up, it, it was so heartfelt to me, and it just worked really well, so... Christmas Pen Pals is my number six, and I gave it a 3.8. Very, very good choice. I love that one. Uh, what do you have at number six, uh, Laura? Uh, Christmas Chronicles. Oh, very good. Uh, what did you like about Christmas Chronicles? Kurt Russell. <laughs> <laughs> the mysterious actor that, that Amy's never heard of. <laughs> okay, I know who he is now. I just realized, like, I never put a name to this guy. I was like, oh, he's that guy from Overboard that has a kind of voice that's kind of, you know, recognizable. I know who he is, all right? I didn't know his name. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and in my defense, every movie I'd seen him in was when he was much younger. So, like, <laughs> compared to now as Santa Claus with white hair, like, come on. Give me some slack, okay? <laughs> yeah, very good. <laughs> no, it was a really fun movie. Uh, in fact, I have it at number five, so <laughs> I clearly like it very much. I have Christmas Chronicles at number five uh, because I just thought it was very nostalgic. It felt like something from like the eighties, <laughs> which mm. I grew up in the eighties because i'm older than you guys and uh, and i uh, i i really thought the most of the humor worked i i didn't really like those thugs that they had they were a little too mean for me but for the most part the humor worked uh and i i thought that you know this is very cool santa but then i thought it also had heart you know with the loss of their dad them trying to deal with it and there was some emotion there that i think worked pretty well and uh, i liked those little those little elves were the cutest so uh the cutest wicked <laughs> elves. Uh, i liked them very much so i have it at number five uh, it's probably the best made of any movie on my list it was really well done so uh, Amy, uh, what do you have at number five? I have a twist for Christmas um, oh. for number five. I really, really enjoyed it, and I've I've been pining for years for a Black Friday love story, and this is as close as I'm gonna get, I think. So, um, with I don't know, I just think they were cute. The kids were kind of didn't match the parents all that much, but <laughs> you know, it was just it was super sweet, super cute. Um, there were a lot of questionable things, but at the end of the day, I just, I wanted to watch it again and I really just liked it. So yes, I gave that four stars. 
It was really cute. They, uh, they, I, I mean, yeah, there were some bonkers parts, like when they have the stethoscope to the gifts. That was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> and the, uh, the Oreo record player was so Oh bizarre. my gosh. That was like so much product placement. I did not expect that, honestly. It was, it was the most random product placement I've ever seen, but it was great. <laughs> but did you did you get to see that one, uh, Laura? Yes. <laughs> did you like it? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it was really cute. We actually have next uh, week, uh, next Monday, we have our interview with Brendan uh, Zub who is in that movie uh we got to talk with him and he was a delight so fun and yeah i like the fact that neither of the characters were villainized for mm -hmm. for working hard and their careers and uh, and uh yeah it was very sweet good choice so uh laura what do you have at number five christmas lost and found oh that's so cute yeah 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 i like that one it was really good uh, clearly, I added my list. <laughs> did you get to see that one, Amy? Yes, I did. I really, I really enjoyed yeah, that. Yeah. The relationship was just so heartfelt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's good. All right, so my number four on my list is the Christmas contract. I loved the whole setup, of course, of the fake fiance. We we all know that uh, it was hilarious and great, and I just love. Robert Buckley and Hillary Burton. Robert Buckley is so handsome. It's just like, are you human? Are you a real person? Because he's so handsome. And, uh, but also charming and really great. Uh, he was on a show called Lipstick Jungle. That was only two seasons, but it was so good. What? Have you seen Lipstick Jungle? No. No, I've never even heard of that. What? <laughs> It was great. It was on like NBC. It had Brick Shields in it, and and oh, you know, yeah, he was on there. Robert Buckley. It was really good. Anyway, uh, <laughs> that's how I know more than One Tree Hill. But um, but no, I just thought this this was uh, a really charming, uh, classic Christmas movie, TV movie, and I liked the fact that it was that it was set in kind of an unusual environment for these christmas movies you don't see uh louisiana that often and so it was sort of nice as opposed to the typical typical things that you always see it was like oh they're eating gumbo and there there's a bluesgrass band it just made it a little different <laughs> than your typical uh you know set in in vermont movie so mm -hmm. i really enjoyed it i have it at four uh <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know lipstick jungle would be so scandalous. <laughs> well, I just, I just, I just looked up lipstick jungle and it came out in 2008. I was 10 years old. I probably wasn't allowed to watch oh, it. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, that's probably why I didn't know it existed. I wasn't watching, you know, TV shows at night when I was 10. Yeah. So, <laughs> it's by the same creator who did, uh, who did Sex in the City. So it's a little a little spicy but uh but it's still <laughs> network television so <laughs> but um but anyway amy what is your number four my number four is from netflix princess switch i oh, ended wow. up really really liking that movie yeah. um and it's super cute and i just um i 
I love seeing Vanessa Hutchins in like a different light than just the singing teenager um, for my school yeah. musical. Yeah. And I, I don't know. I just really, I really enjoyed uh, the relationship and I liked their switch and it gave me parent trap vibes and I don't know, just made me yeah. super happy. So I gave it 4.25 stars. <laughs> yeah, it was a really good one. I have it as an honorable mention. Uh, I I really liked her. She was really funny. I liked both of the guys. They were hunky. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> uh, yeah, it was it was it was really charming. I I really enjoyed it. I had no real. It was sort of a Prince and the Popper kind of kind of story. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it was a good good pick for your number four. Uh, Laura, what do you have at number four? Uh, My Christmas Inn. Oh, good. Okay. What did you like about that one? Uh, Tia. And I like the story. And I like the sister-sister reunion, the mini reunion. Uh-huh. That's about cool. it. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. I wish they'd given us more time. Yeah. The reunion, it was felt a little <laughs> cheap to me. <laughs> like We're going to advertise, so we're going to have them back, the parents back, and then they were hardly in it, but still i enjoyed that one too uh i remember we talked about it amy i i like that they did the whole he's eavesdropping on her getting the job offer kind of thing like Mm -hmm. that whole that whole scene Mm -hmm. was done really well at the end yeah it was that was awesome yeah good choice that's good okay so number three i have one that you guys probably haven't seen but i have angela's christmas at number three this is an animated you know i love animation but it's on netflix it's a short and it is the sweetest thing you've ever seen it's about this little girl who goes to church and she sees the baby jesus in the manger and she worried that it's getting too cold because it doesn't have enough clothing whatever they're called the wrappings or whatever they're called uh <laughs> swaddling clothes i guess <laughs> uh, she's worried that the baby jesus is gonna be cold and so she basically like takes the baby and like f- figures out a way to get it wrapped up and brings it back and it's just this little story about her and her family and it's so cute and very well animated and so I I really enjoyed it. So I have it at number three. That I, I ended up watching that with um oh, one did? of my kiddos with well, my little five year old boy and he he thought it was so cute and I just loved it Yay! and it was just such a and it was such a good like conversation starter with yeah. the with the little boy and he was asking me questions and it was just it was adorable and I yeah. loved it so yes Yay! oh good yeah it's so cute and. And yeah, it's like religious without being like annoying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know. And he was telling me, he was telling me like this little, cause he's five. And so he was telling me about how mommy told him the Christmas story and yeah. told him about Jesus. And it was just, it was really cute. It was a great, like for a little kid to start like a conversation with me and tell me, he was telling me about Jesus. He was like, now this is how it happened. Yeah. And <laughs> it was Aww. really adorable. Yeah. That's so cute. And, and like at the courts, it's also just a, like, if I wasn't religious, I could still enjoy it because it's really mm-hmm. about service and, and, uh, family and, and, uh, yeah. you know, all the good things about Christmas. So yeah, I'm glad to go to see it. Yay. Did you get to see this LR at all? No, not yet. Yeah. You should check it out. It's really cute. Uh, so, Amy, what do you have at number three? Number three, I have A Christmas in Tennessee. 
Oh, okay. uh, uh, Rachel Boston, Andrew Walker, they were a perfect pairing. I loved Mrs. Claus being um, Aunt Hilda, Aunt Zelda, whichever one she was from <laughs> Sabrina. I can't remember. Um, but it, it, it was just so cute, and I loved it so much. And I loved the bakery and the little girl in the story, and it was just so cute. And I wish he would have been Santa Claus's son. Yeah, but other than that, it was awesome. It was so cute. Yeah. I just I loved it. Uh, what did you think of that one, uh, Alara? I thought it was cute. I think I have to rewatch it. Sometimes if I rewatch a movie, I'll like it more. <laughs> yeah. I didn't love it. <laughs> I thought that, I don't know, it was just, I just felt like it was kind of stale. Like to me, it didn't bring anything new or interesting or I don't know. I just, I'm like, and maybe I had just seen too many that week that were the save the, save the bakery kind of a thing. And I, I just felt like I, they didn't have as much chemistry as I thought they would have for me. And I guess I was just hoping it would, would have been a little bit funnier and a little bit, I don't know. I just didn't love it. To me, it was a little boring, but I can totally see why you, it worked for you, Amy, and why it would be on your list because uh, it had all those positive elements that you said. So uh, very good. All right. Um, Laura, what do you have at number three? The Christmas Contract oh yeah it's so good made all is that the only one that's made all three of our lists i think so um i think so yeah 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 so what did you like about it the chemistry the story yeah that's a really really good one okay very good all right we're at number two this is very exciting i have christmas pen pals at number two i loved it i loved the whole concept of all these people writing letters to each other at Christmas is so brilliant, so romantic. And I liked every single character. I loved her dad. I thought she, Michael Gross was great as her dad. Giles Panton as this doctor. He was great. I, you know, and all the other supporting characters all writing to each other was just great. And I loved Niall Mater and Sarah Drew. They were so good such chemistry the writing letters is so romantic the ending was so well done perfect and uh, like when she's like you gave the book to daniel it was so i was like yes uh and i thought that now mater was very sexy in the whole movie i he did a great job and i loved it it was great <laughs> so I have number two <laughs> but uh amy what do you have at number two for number two, and this was so hard for me, my number one and my number two, I was like, oh, but which one? And so it was very hard on me, but I finally settled on this. My number two is Christmas on Holly Lane, um, oh. and I gave it a 4.8, and I just love the story of the three girls. It reminds me of me and my best friends, and just them working together and being awesome women together, not necessarily relying on the men in their lives, and I don't know, it just ended up being so cute, and I feel like it was a pilot, and I feel like it yeah. should be a series, and I really want it to be so yeah. bad. <laughs> I know, yeah. I feel like I need to to write, to talk to Amy Winter and get her on board, because it, was, it would be so good as a series. My favorite drama of <laughs> any, uh, the rest of mine were all kind of, well, I don't know if you consider Angela as a drama, but whatever it basically is my favorite drama so i uh, all right laura what do you have number two christmas pen pals oh yay 
what, <laughs> what did you have? Uh, I mean, why did, why did you end up being your number two? I love those kind of love stories. Those like long lost love, childhood. Yeah. Friends. And I related to Hannah. So yeah. Yeah. She was really relatable. Yeah, for sure. All right. Big moment. This is very exciting. Everybody probably knows my number one, of course, uh, but my number one is Christmas perfection. It was so <laughs> funny. I just about died, especially the fake swearing was hilarious. Uh, the Christmas swears. I actually, and there were so many jokes that I thought paid off, I, but I actually thought the whole premise had a ton of heart to it. The idea that like she gets confronted, not just with her perfect Christmas, but with her perfect versions of the people in her life and how she wishes they would behave and her kind of coming to realize that she appreciates the uniqueness of everybody in her family and her friends. Uh, that the, I thought it was a really great moment when she tells her parents, uh, you know, that she misses the real them, even though the real them is them divorced and them kind of fighting all the time. Like she ends up missing that. So that was actually really good, I think. And uh, I, I just, I've seen it now probably four times this season. Cause I just, I get something like different out of it every time. And every time I think different things are funny. Like when she gets the, she has to pick between the, the, the cider eggnog and hot cocoa. <laughs> she's like, <laughs> she's like, I don't know what, <laughs> I don't want to pick. I want you to pick. Well, we want you to pick. Like that whole thing was so funny. And I don't know. I just really thought it was great. To me, it was just about a perfect christmas movie is christmas perfection it was perfection indeed to me and uh, so i have it at number one and uh amy what about you all right my number one and i picked this on my number one because i've seen it six times already this year six times um and not not exactly by well some by choice some not by choice <laughs> um but i did christmas chronicles um okay good and it just, that movie ended up being something that when I saw it the first time, I watched it by myself and I was like, oh, I want my mom to see this. I want my little brother to see this. I ended up because I, I'm a babysitter and a tutor. So like with all the kids pretty much that I babysat, when it went to, oh, let's turn something on on Netflix, I knew it was safe for them to watch. And I actually really, really enjoyed it. And it kind of reminded me, it gave me those vibes of like the Santa Claus and like movie, a movie, a Christmas movie I would want to watch every yeah. year with my family yeah. um so yeah even though apparently i don't know who kurt russell is um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, i'm never gonna live that down am i um <laughs> uh but but yeah so it is my number one very good good pick it was really charming very very charming uh laura what about you what's your big number one christmas perfection yes <laughs> <laughs> All right. What what did you like about it? Um, I liked what you liked about it, and I'm also Irish, so I liked oh. all the that took place that like the whole thing took well part of it took place in Ireland too. So yes, yeah, yeah, perfect Ireland too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I love the scene when she freaks out at the the, the gingerbread girl. She's like, I don't want yeah. your cookies anymore. <laughs> and she's like oh no 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 i'm sorry sorry that's so funny and uh yeah oh good yeah very wise choice i approve <laughs> and it's one that i've watched many times too right yeah 
it's very rewatchable. You really do see new things every time you watch it that yes. uh, you didn't notice <laughs> the, the first time. So very cool. Well, that's fun. Great. I think our lists are really good. Uh, let's repeat our list real quick, just so everybody, just a reminder. So I have at number 10, I have Country Christmas Album. Number nine, Christmas Lost and Found. Number eight, Every Day is Christmas. Number seven, No Sleep Till Christmas. Number six, Christmas on Holly Lane. Number five, Christmas Chronicles. Number four, The Christmas Contract. Three, Angela's Christmas. Two, Christmas Pen Pals. And number one, Christmas Perfection. So Amy, why don't you go over your list? All right, so for number 10, I had Christmas Contract. For number nine, I had Christmas Catch. For number eight, I had No Sleep Till Christmas. For number seven, I had A Very Nutty Christmas. For number six, I had Christmas Pen Pals. For number five, I had A Twist for Christmas. For number four, I had Princess Switch. For number three, I had A Christmas in Tennessee. For number two, I had Christmas on Holly Lane. And number one, Christmas Chronicles. Very good, great. And Laura, what about your list? Uh, for number 10, I had A Very Nutty Christmas. Number nine, Hometown Christmas. Eight, No Sleep Till Christmas. Seven, Santa's Boots. Six, Christmas Chronicles. Five, Christmas Lost and Found. Number four, My Christmas Inn. Three, The Christmas Contract. Two, Christmas Pen Pals. And one, Christmas perfection. Yes, very good. Yeah, we actually had a number that made up all of our lists. We all talked about no sleep till Christmas, mm -hmm. and we all—I think we all mentioned the Christmas contract. Yeah, I'm pretty sure, and Christmas Chronicles. I think we all had those on mm -hmm. uh, Christmas. I think we all had Christmas bed pals. Yeah, um, I did. Yeah, so very fun. I—I I think it's a pretty good slate uh so if you guys uh if you're listening and you've seen any of these let us know what you thought and what your ranking would be of the non-hallmark christmas movies this year uh where would you have them ranked and uh yeah thanks so much you, you guys for doing this this was really fun yeah thank you for thank you for having us yeah i really appreciate it and so a amy where can people find you uh, you can find me on um, Instagram and Twitter at It's Amy Craig and on YouTube, youtube.com slash Weekend All Stars. Just finished up Vlogmas. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Guys, check out our channel. It's really fun. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, Laura Marie, where can people find you on Twitter? Uh, Laura Ann Marie. Yeah. Yeah, you've got the full twitter no numbers required that's pretty rare <laughs> yeah <laughs> very good yeah we'll have links to all that in the description section and so you guys can follow them and uh yeah we've got lots of fun stuff coming up on the podcast our podcast covering this weekend's movies if you're wondering where the heck is that we have that coming on friday we are going to be talking with the i'm going to be joined by the girls from mel and dory from all the feels podcast and we are going to be covering all five of those movies so that will be really really fun and uh so look forward to that and then we are going to be doing our uh podcast previewing Winterfest coming up uh, uh, next week uh, with Greg McBride and the Hallmark, and we're going to talk about the Midnight Kiss and the Winterfest preview 
uh, and that podcast. That's going to be really fun. And so lots of fun stuff coming up. Let us know what you think about, uh, about these movies and what you would like us to cover as far as non-Hallmark in the upcoming future. We'd love to hear your suggestions. And, uh, and you can follow me at Rachel's Reviews on iTunes and on YouTube. Love for you to check that out. I do weekly family movie night picks uh, on Mondays and uh, it's a lot of fun. So uh, make sure you're following the podcast, the Hallmark Pod, all of our social media. And uh, if you can give us your reviews on iTunes, we really appreciate it. And your thumbs up if you're watching on YouTube. So thanks again, you guys. And we will talk again soon. We can say Merry Christmas one last time. Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas! <laughs> Merry Christmas. Yay! <laughs>